Welcome to the midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Glad to have you with us this week on the podcast. Robbie Croyle. Hello. Jennifer Bartlett. Hi. And myself, Logan. I feel like we should light a candle or something. Why? Advent. I'm um, right there with you. I was like, because it's Advent, duh. Okay. Preferably purple. I don't think I have any candles in here. I have a lighter in my backpack, so we could just light something on fire. <laughs> your house, your rules. Do whatever you want. <laughs> I like it. I bet you these foam boards would burn up so good. No. What? No, the, especially these ones. These foam boards that I have on the wall are actually uh, anti-fire. I want to test that. At least they're, they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be flame retardant. Mission Ridge, we do do things differently, don't <laughs> we? I Safety mean, first. Five weeks of Advent. Five weeks of Advent. I do like the 20% more. 25. 25% more. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 25. Yeah. Don't, don't want to be. Don't short, short change people. Well, in my mind, Advent has to be five weeks because that's just what you would do. So therefore it's 20% of Advent. Yeah. But okay. no, it's actually 25% of a normal Advent. Right. Right. Which to be fair, like normally there's five candles in the Advent wreath. Mm. A and I always, I always felt like the Christ candle just got the short like I I don't know the short end of the candle the short wick. I'm sure the short end of the wick. That's gotta be the right. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. something. I, there's there's something to be some, something to be said there. But I always felt because you you light that one on Christmas Eve, but most of the time nobody like you don't get a sermon on the Christ candle. Uh, we did that. I think we've done that maybe twice now, at least once where we did a post, right. a post Christmas, and we'll do it again. Hypothetically, you're talking about Christ every week. So okay. Hypothetically, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've heard some of I've heard some of our sermons. Do you even <laughs> Jesus, bro? This is all this Old Testament. Hypothetically, hypothetically, Jen coming in with the Jesus juke. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh. juke. Just coming in there, but let me drop the Jesus card on you. That's fine. All right, I'll be I here see. all week. I see how it is. Me and Jesus. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> this little light of mine. That was atonal. Sorry. Oh, there was tone. We don't, you know, we we'll leave it up to people to judge what tone it was, but <laughs> it was there was tone. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. It even had a it even had a lovely timbre. Mm-hmm. There you go. We got colorblind and atonal. Something. Something like that. Hmm. I feel like we make a big deal out of my colorblindness way more than we should. Yeah. Because I can tell the colors apart decently well. Speaking of shortcomings. Speaking <laughs> of shortcomings. <laughs> Did you see that graphic this week? Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh my gosh. The backgrounds on like all of our song slides. I leaned over to Ethan and I was like, I love these so much. They're like grandma watercolor paintings. He's like, yeah. you would love them. And I was like, they are called nativity sweeps. Mm. 
Did you notice that I got a little spicy in What Child Is This? Uh, yeah, I did. There was some that. textual painting occurring with the backgrounds on the slides. Did you, did you notice that, Rob? No. Oh, yeah. The I slide was... background changed with each verse. Mm-hmm. Wow. We had like, What Child Is This? It was like Mary holding Jesus. Uh, I forget what the second verse was. It was uh, why le- oh, why lies he in such a mean estate? Yeah. It was a picture of a manger. Uh, which I tried to th- sing the second verse for the third verse. I, I don't know. I just couldn't seem to figure out lyrics yesterday. So you, you remember the Tim Hawkins, why are we giving a kid that's shivering cold? Bring him silver and gold? Yeah. Yep. I, I watched this Columbia commercial today. Okay. And they were touting these new jackets that have these gold dots. Okay. And it heats you up. Well, gold is a fantastic conductor. Yeah. So I'm thinking technology is finally caught up. That's, it was prophetic. That's what that song. Yeah, I, yeah. You bring him a mm-hmm. yeah, Columbia jacket. That's what you do. Awesome. That's He's what it shivering. Was. He's cold. Columbia jacket. You'll need the silver to pay for the gold. To pay for the gold line jacket. Well, but um, but they also got those those silver line blankets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 So I mean, whoever wrote that lyric, I mean, Nostradamus asked, "Come on." Prophetic, right there. Is that? Am I gonna have to bring that song back? Because I retired that one this year because <laughs> I got tired of getting flack for it. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, I, I gotta know. Bring, Tim Hawkins, he'll he'll ruin a good song. Got to bring that one back now. Oh darn it! Wait, what child is this? No, no, no. That's the uh, the a child, a child shivers in the cold. We will bring him silver and gold. I mean, still talking to sheep. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. It's still weird. Well, I don't have an answer for that. Okay, that's fair. Okay, don't bring that one back. Um, you did in a bleak wi- midwinter. In a bleak midwinter. Yeah, you did that the week that I was gone, and that yeah. is kind of bleak and sad. So we should do that one again. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> you were bleak and sad. I think I think I that one comes bleak. back for Christmas Eve. Won't be here for that either. Oh well, get good then. Scrub. Oh, that, that brings up a good question. Oh, we're. This is about analytics. Uh-huh. How much of the sermon did you watch? What do you mean? Like I was... You, you missed, the week before. Yeah. The week you were missed. I watched all of it. You watched all of it. Uh-huh. YouTube lies like a dog. Oh, man. I'm so disappointed. It said that... Uh, point, point 0.2 hours. Point 0.2 hours had been Five watched people, on it. 0.2 hours. Is that the average of those people? No, it's the total time. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's not right. I watched all... 40 42 minutes of it. Yeah, I was going to say 43 minutes, but... Oh, look at that. It did seem yeah. like it would never end. I didn't think it was that bad. I, actually I was thought talking, it was, so... I thought it was very well done, but I know we can't Crazy give talk. you compliments. So. Uh, that's good. Return to sender. There you go. All right, now we know YouTube lies. The shortcoming this week brought to you by YouTube. Oh, thank you, YouTube. Oh, man. Saved me. It's so mm-hmm. nice that we're not the ones there like doing yeah. that. Fantastic. You know, this kind of reminds me of the question of when was Jesus born? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, because... That would be... Okay, so we're in 2021 BC, before Christ, or no, mm-hmm. after Christ, after death. Yeah, nope, nope, that's working in my brain. So we got to go back. <laughs> so he would have been born in between 1 BC, 1 before Christ, and 1 AD. No, 
What? See, that doesn't make any sense. AD is after death, but that can't be right. No, it's not after death. What is it? It's it's, it's, it's a Latin a, word. Right? It's a Latin word. Anno Domini. Oh, Domini. Domini. The okay. year of our Lord. Oh, so that that makes sense. After death does not work because there'd be a thirty-three year gap in the middle. Okay, so he's, most scholars would say somewhere between four BCE to four to six BC. Okay. BCE before the Common Era. Before or correct. BC or BCE, yeah. Okay. Yeah, originally it was before Christ, and then we took Christ out of everything. Yeah, we. Yeah. yeah. Started with the holiday cups at Starbucks, and now we can't even say before Christ for those early dates. My goodness. Yeah. The sarcasm is all over my microphone. Although someone on Twitter they said, "Okay, before." Christian era and after Christian era. I mean, I'm good with that. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. That's fine. It just works. It just works. Mm -hmm. All right. So around 4 BCE. So scholars would say that it had to take place somewhere between 4 to 6 BCE. BC. BC, BCE, uh, because Herod is such a prominent figure in this story. Ah. However, however, there's another Herod. There's additional Herods, um, and uh, Herod. We got a full wig of Herod. Archelaus. Um, he reigned in Jerusalem from four to four BC to six AD. Okay, and, and that was the son of Herod the Great, correct? The son, of, the son of Herod the Great, and so it's just as likely that they just called him Herod. Sure, mm-hmm. but the the challenge becomes the calendar that we use today was developed somewhere around 500 A.D., so 500 years after Christ. Is when we adopted the Gregorian calendar. Yes. Well, that makes sense because it was in the Gregorian era. I was just going to wonder, like, did they know they were living through the transition from B.C. to A.D.? Like, how, like did, how did that rock their world? Some Y2K parties for sure. <laughs> but, like... That's why we don't know like what their technology was like because it all went to crap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all the computers reset. <laughs> went back to Abacus. <laughs> oh, no. Now I don't know a lot about this, but my understanding is that the uh, the Jewish calendar is is very accurate and very very reliable and. You know, where the Western world we've changed our calendars and 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 have used a number of methods for tracking time. Yep. Um, the Jews have not. They've they've and so we know, for instance, uh, when Elizabeth's husband Zacchaeus, Zachariah Zachariah when Zachariah was performing his duty as a priest. Mm-hmm. The records are that precise. precise. Yep. That's so cool. 
And so we know when John the Baptist was born, and we've talked about this before, Sure. but therefore we know that Jesus was probably actually born in September, not December as we celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so interesting question, was Jesus... More like in the bleak mid-autumn. That works too. It's not even midwinter because it's beginning of in winter. In the bleak mid-autumn, all the dead leaves fall. Yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm gonna rewrite that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so interesting question: it will, Is do we have the birth of Jesus? Do we is are we just off by four to six years, mm-hmm. or? Are we talking about a different Herod? Sure. And, and either way, it, it doesn't change change a whole lot. But it's just some interesting data around Christmas. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Maybe. We just don't understand how YouTube calculates hours of people watching. <laughs> that might be the problem. That might be. Maybe they're using some other calendar than the Gregorian. Their time is they're not... using a- base. <clears throat> no, that doesn't work. Oh, maybe. They're using base two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that- I don't know what that is, so yeah, that's what they're doing. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I was agreeing with you. <laughs> Insert nervous laugh. <laughs> Fantastic. Are you rewriting the lyrics right now? As we speak? Yeah, I thought of the next line, and I didn't want to forget it because it's a, it's a it's a banger. It might be an Easter egg. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hmm. On to the next thing. As soon as you picked up that pad of paper, I was like, he's doing it right now. (laughs) You know, when creativity strikes, I have to grab it with both hands. It's so so rare nowadays. (laughs) You must foster it like a child that you love. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Uh, (laughs) Were you just squeezing its neck? No. Oh. (laughs) Foster it like a child you love. No, I was cupping (laughs) my hands because... He was cupping... I have fish. They're my children. You have to hold them in your hands with with water. Right. (laughs) We definitely went a different direction there. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I'm just going to leave that alone now. Your character has been viciously attacked. No, I think we've just revealed something about Jen <laughs> more than anything about me here. <laughs> All right. All right. <sighs> All right. Uh, so now uh, we've got that figured out. <laughs> yeah. Well, counseling on Thursday. I'll talk to her about that. Probably should. <laughs> Probably should. Heck of an idea. <laughs> it's, a, it's a stellar <laughs> idea. My goodness. It's a hopeless case. Hopeless case, Jen. Uh, all right. Mama Bartlett, we, we cry out to you. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. She's out of my house. This is her father's uh, fault. <laughs> but that's, a, that's a good way to handle things. All right, all right, all right. 
what was uh Mary Joseph? What was that? Do we we haven't talked about that yet, right? We have not talked about okay. Mary Joseph. Let's talk about Mary Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Rob's shorthand is is working so well. Yeah. That <laughs> one well, we started off halfway down the list. Yeah, we we we've jumped around a little bit. So so we want to talk about how Mary and Joseph how they could have been distracted by their hopelessness. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, Jem brought up the fact that when the angel comes to Mary, she could she could you know jump up and down and go, wait a minute, you haven't solved anything. You've you've made more problems mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, don't you like your solution is not great, God. <laughs> Try yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> Return to sender. <laughs> <laughs> Miraculous. Um, All well and good. Try again. Let's <laughs> refine this process. I'm going to need you to talk to everybody in my circle first. <laughs> now, what's fascinating to me last year I preached on this is as soon as the angel leaves, we're told that Mary runs mm-hmm. to her cousin. And so sometimes in order to deal with our hopelessness, we have to invite in the right kind of community. Mm-hmm. And and God gives her s- some some key information. Uh, he doesn't just say, hey, I'm making you pregnant. Best this, of luck. Yeah, this is the <laughs> first and last time this is going to take place in human history. Uh, figure this out on your own. No, he sent, he, he tells her, your cousin, is also experiencing a miracle. Mm-hmm. And so now she has someone that she could partner with, that she can bounce ideas off of. And and to me, this is speaks an awful lot to having people in our lives that can either uh, peer mentor us, peer coach us, sure. coach us, you know, whatever, right. whatever we need. I think there's also, this also might be worth pointing out, uh, I think we've talked about this in previous years, but so Elizabeth and Zechariah, who are going to have John the Baptist, as right. we know, spoiler alert, uh, that's who's what? jumping around in Elizabeth's <gasps> stomach. What? I know. Terrible. Happened 2,000 uh, years ago. Oh. Oh, right. But, uh, right, so... I should do my LTG readings. It's mo- you really should. <laughs> We're in James. I don't know how that applies, but... We just finished John. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, so any, anyway, uh, Zechariah, Zechariah was very likely an Essene. Yeah. Or at least of the Essene persuasion. So when Mary goes to her cousin, Elizabeth, it's very possible, at least in my mind, and somebody could check me on this. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I am. I think it's likely that Elizabeth could have been in an Essene community because that's where Zechariah and, and Elizabeth would have lived. Sure. In an Essene community. And the Essenes would have been, um, in my understanding of the factions at the time, and the Essenes, I think the Essenes probably would have been the most 
forgiving, perhaps, or the most welcoming of a destitute 12-year-old, 14-year-old, whatever, um, single mom. Which is kind of how everyone would have been viewing Mary. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about that part of it. But there's another part of the Essian community. And, and let me back up for just a second and just to give more credence to what you're saying sure. as far as what we do know about John the Baptist is where he does ministry is has heavy Essene influence. Mm-hmm. And then just the way he lives his life, it's it's there seems to be some strong Essene ties there. Absolutely. Where did he get that from? Probably his parents. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so that's where we get that from. But um, the prophecy about the virgin birth comes out of Isaiah. Which the Essenes really liked. Of the of the uh, scrolls that we have from the Essenes, the, my understanding is that the Isaiah scrolls were the most predominant. Mm-hmm. That of the books of the Bible that they were um, copying over and over and over and over again and and really kind of diving into Isaiah was at the top of their list. That was kind of the driving force behind what they were doing because it was make way... uh, No, 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 no. Oh, come on, brain. Don't fail me now. Make... uh, Bring every... Like you make a path in the wilderness. I think it's Isaiah 40. Um. Yeah, we'll have to look this up because I'm I'm drawing a blank on it and I want to get it right. Yeah, clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Make smooth in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, every mountain and hill be made low. Uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So that was they they go off into the desert, make a highway for our God. So yeah, and 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 if they were the kind of people that would be accepting of of someone and 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 what's challenging is she's a she's pregnant out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. Like that's and that I mean you go back fifty years in this country that doesn't get handled well. It doesn't get handled well here in America. Mm-hmm. Y- you go back two thousand years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and so and that's where you know I, I started talking about the enemies and 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 I. I wrestled over how much of that to to make that part of the conversation, but you know, some sometimes the enemy that we have is is our own body. You know, it's a it's cancer, it's you know, sure. it's depression, it's yeah. it's whatever that we face, and and it's not even external to us. Like we don't even have to walk out the the front door to face an enemy. Like it, it just seems like things are falling apart, or they don't work as well as they used to, or or we just can't get get out of this fog, whatever the case may be. And so I didn't want to make the enemy too much about this external, but they had big-time external 
enemies. Mm-hmm. They had the Romans, they had the Herod, you had the Herodians that came out of Herod and and that really bought into this uh, this Roman lifestyle. You know, it, was, it was the Jewish people that that agreed with what Rome was about and and bought into that and and profited from that. And then you had the the false religion where where people were just they acted like they they represented God, but they really didn't. Mm-hmm. And when the Messiah shows up, they don't care. No, like it's not changing their life. The, they're hoping all. they're hoping this goes away, right? But they're not running. They're not looking for it. Not like uh, you know some of the people that that Luke highlights. You know, the, the man and the woman. They're both waiting for the Messiah, and the Lord sure. said, "Yeah." So. At any rate, um, so that's just one way that they dealt with. They could have focused on the hopelessness, but they they took the 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 glimmer of light, mm-hmm. right? Just you turn on a little bit of light, and and you could start moving towards that light, or you could focus on the fact that man, there's a lot of darkness here. Right. Yeah. But then you have the uh, shepherds that show up. Right. And you could go, well, so what? It's shepherds. Like, that doesn't seem that big of a deal. Yeah. Shepherds are lowly. But God is doing something. Mm-hmm. Right. And they care more about the fact that God is doing something. And then you have the wise men that show up. I laughed at myself uh, when I realized that I said, you know, the three guys. <laughs> did you say that? I did. The three guys show up. The three guys. Oh, you know those three guys. I said, well, I mean, I was like, I said in the entourage and, you know, but. We three guys of Orient are. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm down. writing it down. Next song. <laughs> we. If that isn't a Jeff Foxworthy, like you might be a redneck version. <laughs> I'm gonna have an album by the time we're done. This is fantastic. Are these coming out in songs and stories on they very well on might. the tenth? Oh. That's uh that's possible. I that would could, show up for it. That <laughs> oh. can we edit that out, please? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving that one in. <laughs> Oh man, fantastic! Yeah, uh, that did we cover that shortcoming already? <clears throat> when when Jen's like, "Hey, you guys should go to songs and stores." I don't go, but but you should. I that think was last been, month, you guys. I don't know if we <laughs> could talk about that enough. That was wonderful. Oh man, did you guys see that Husky Cougar football game? Uh, no, but I still heard have, about it in the middle it. of your implication, your action, your advantageous actions. You know, you'd worked everybody up into a nice spiritual lather. And then instead of giving them a nice shave, you just slit their throats. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> kind of like the cougars did to the huskies. Oh! <laughs> You're so funny. There it was. Sweeney Todd it. You know what? I'm going home for Christmas. Guess that was a, that was a Stephen both... Sondheim joke in, in honor of his passing. I didn't know he passed yeah. away. Yeah, he did. He wrote Sweeney Todd. 
anyway. that we should that's that was a shortcoming i <laughs> i shouldn't have yeah dropped. you brought that one right you just derailed everything you'd built up there i was like oh rob What'd I you could, do there, buddy? I could take it to Christmas, but instead I'm going to trash <laughs> Jen from the stage. <laughs> Enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it was really funny, but also kind of killed the mood. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm That's like, all right. I'm I like, know what to get you for Christmas now. Purple and gold. <laughs> oh, those are royal colors. They yeah. are. Thank you, Jen. You're welcome. That's so nice. Yeah. I didn't know you were a Vikings fan. Not at all. <laughs> They play football, right? They're purple and yellow, I mean, I not gold. So. I don't. They're, that's not gold. That's yellow. You sure? I'm 100 percent sure. But they don't have. They it's have not, yellow. That's their official color. I believe so. Yeah. Mm, okay. You said 100 percent, and then I believe so. That you're not selling this. Yeah, it's like you should probably go to songs and stories. I don't, but. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So, just to summarize, back to Joseph. Bring it right back in Mary. here now that we've yeah. killed all of that momentum. <laughs> I know. Mission Reg, tangentially possibly talking about Jesus. Mm. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't predefine for God. Mm. This is what I have to see in order for me to know that you're involved here. Gotcha. They look for the things, or they, they they notice the things that that God provides, and they pay attention. And it doesn't matter how big, because you know, shepherds is not big. No, but it was to Mary and Joseph. Sure, mm-hmm. like in the grand scheme of things, no one in that country cared. About the testimony of some shepherds. Right. No. Except for Mary and Joseph. It was enough for them. And even some... Okay, so even the wise men, the three guys. I mean, they bring... The, and, and the things that they bring, right, that they, they have to... They use right away. Yeah. And it, it almost caused more problems than it solved, right? Kind, kind of. I mean, brings, in a sense, because it brings down the heat. Now they're running for their lives. Yeah, but, but it, even then, the, the the magi like that's not a big deal. In I mean, it's foreigners. Yeah, they're outsiders. They're goyim. Like, all right, sure, they might be learned, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is an indicator, uh, you know. So when things have been quiet, like I can imagine Joseph going, "Lord, I I don't know what it." what I expected when you when you started this, but this is not what I expected. Like I'm back in Nazareth. I'm just chipping at rocks again. Fantastic. Right. In fact, he may have he may have built some of the things. He may have been involved in some of the projects that Herod completed during that Yeah, probably. Uh I don't know for for people that haven't heard this, Carpenter, uh in that time frame, uh, the the word actually probably is more like a stonemason, is what Joseph was, and might have worked with wood also, but uh, more than likely was working with stone. And so, if you're building with stone anywhere around Nazareth, you know he's taking the jobs. So it's very possible he could have worked on something for Herod. Interesting. Yeah. 
I did not know that. Uh, there's speculation that Jesus knew a lot of theater references, of the Greek theater references, because he'd helped build theaters with his dad. Oh. Because he drops a lot of secular theater uh, references. Interesting. Yeah. Fun little rabbit hole you can go fall down. Yeah. So. But, so they they don't define for God, hey, this is what it has to look like, which uh-huh. I think is always important. We're kind of, we find ourselves in that position as a church right now. What? Yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Kind of in the same spot. We should just Yay. put some sparkly lights and ribbons on it. That'll make it all better. That'll be good. <laughs> That'll be good. <laughs> Once again, sarcasm all over my microphone. Gosh. Yeah. No wonder it's red. I was like, it's going to start turning white. No, this one has retained its color. He brushes his teeth. (laughs) That's disgusting. He doesn't use the microphone thing to brush his teeth. (laughs) That's also disgusting. (laughs) I'm editing all of that out. (laughs) Gross. Why are you trying to change who we are? Let us live our life. You know? Sure. <clears throat> Speaking of hopelessness, <laughs> Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Just Jen. <laughs> Just Jen. <laughs> Show ends of, right now. <laughs> Speaking of hopelessness, <laughs> Jen. Jen. Roll credits. credits. Roll. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Uh, engaging hopeless. All right. So one of the, one of the, you know, we should engage people in their hopelessness. Um, we, I, a fair takeaway from the sermon, yeah. perhaps, uh, that we should engage with people in the, in the possible hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what did that, what sort of thoughts, ideas did that elicit from Jennifer Bartlett's mind? Oh my gosh. So many. So many. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought of like one year the girls and I decorated Christmas cards and dropped <laughs> them off at the, the village nursing home. Not necessarily because people that live in nursing homes are hopeless, but I'm pretty sure there's evidence to prove that their family doesn't engage with them as often. Mm. Um, and so we just dropped off little handmade Christmas cards to 20 or so elderly people. And so just remembering those people that are maybe on the outskirts that might not have the family or the connections to bring hope and love and joy to them. Mm. Um, yeah, And they may not be hopeless now, but announced prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. And it could be a place where hopelessness could occur. Right. right. Yeah. Or be more prevalent. Right. That's fair. Yep. Um, Thinking of that as the outsider, that sounds kind of like the shepherds mm-hmm. being outsiders. Mm. Yeah. That's There's cool. a thought for you. All right. Carry on. Um, like with the uh, toy drive that we're doing. Ah. Uh, I am sure, because as a parent, you want to give your kids everything that's on their Christmas list. Like, and when you're looking at your bank account going, well, 
pick one. That feels like a level of hopelessness that, Mm. and by coming alongside those people and being like, Hey, I see you. I see where you're at. And I want to support you in loving your kids. Well, so yeah, we're collecting these for the the safe shelter. Mm -hmm. And first of all, these folks are not living in their home. Um, they're in a shelter bec- for for to right. provide safety, f- you know, domestic violence kinds of mm-hmm. situations. And so, when you can provide a kid some level of normalcy mm-hmm. in the midst of that, yeah, I think you provide some hope. Yeah, mm. I know. As growing up, we had people that like gave us like I remember people showing up with gifts. And I'm pretty sure, like, we took advantage of that, those types of programs when I was little. And so I I don't know how that actually impacted my parents, but I'm sure, I should ask my mom. Um, But I'm sure there was a level of, okay, I've got people supporting me. I've got people that love me and care for me. Like, even if it's just strangers, you know, like. Right. um, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Yeah. 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 I'm not facing this. Set circumstances by myself. There's mm-hmm. there's a larger community at work here. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, I think of like Watson Children's Shelter, like all the kids that are going to be there during Christmas, and how can we love on them and provide hope for them? Uh, yeah. Because again, they might not feel hopeless, but my guess is there's a level of hopelessness that can and probably will creep in being away from family. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. So you've brought up a number of ways of helping folks on on the outer edges, people that we're not connected to, but Mm -hmm. but we should see them anyway. What about people that are in your inner circle? Hmm. I think being willing to ask the question, like, um, so this last, for Thanksgiving, I went up north to where my best friend and her family live. And us just being able to have the conversation of, how are you doing? No, how are you really doing? Like, Right. On a scale of one to fine. Yeah, one to (laughs) fine. Um, it's a one to four scale right there. It's a one to four <laughs> scale. That's exactly it. Oh, so good. Uh, <laughs> and being willing to take the time to have those conversations with the people in our life and not just be like, oh, they said they're yeah. doing good, so they must be doing good. Well, mm. if you see something and you see they're off, like be willing to take the time to have a conversation with them. like, Right. Right. Because if you're in their inner circle, you probably know them better than they let on. Like, yeah. They you can always just yell Christmas songs at them. That helps so much. It's the best way to spread Christmas cheer. Yeah. Singing loud for all to hear. There was a Thank pastoral you. training that I was part of earlier this year, and um, they talked about some do's and don'ts when it came to supporting families that had lost a loved one. And they said that um, 
that first six weeks, there's a ton of engagement mm-hmm. with the with the spouse, with the with the whoever that lost someone significant to them. But that drops off significantly to almost nothing by three months, mm-hmm. six months, a year. Right. And so they quite um this the the guy presenting this training for us, he he literally puts it in his calendar. Reengage, 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 you know, and so uh it just makes me think in terms of like people that we know that are struggling uh, either with a serious illness, uh, like cancer, um, or they lost a loved one, or um, they lost, they're out of work. Mm-hmm. And the conversation, we, there was a ton of engagement on the front end of whatever taking place. But How's the engagement now that's 90 days, 120 days, six months mm-hmm. away? Like, you know, is it normal for us? Like, it has become the new norm for us, but not for them. Like, this is still all brand new. Right. You know, still the first Christmas without their husband or still the first Christmas. And they've got this financial burden of of doctor bills, you know, mm-hmm. that are just piling in or they've got this first Christmas where they haven't been working all year, you know, whatever the case may be. So right. just um some good thoughts. Yeah. Cause I feel like sometimes around this time of the year we look for those outside agencies and we look for those um, you know, let's drop $20 on this. Let's, oh, $30 over here. Okay. Now sure. we spent some money over on that thing. Um, the most meaningful thing that you could actually do is actually take time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, time is usually the last thing that we're willing to give. We're willing to give five bucks in the, in the red bucket as we walk. Mm-hmm. There's a clanging bell and a guilty look. I know. So just spend time with that person ringing that bell. <laughs> Can I try your bell out? I really no, it's try. really cold outside, so no. It wasn't today or yesterday. No, we're not going to get winter. What is winter? <laughs> <laughs> it's not midwinter yet. It's definitely not bleak out. No. I'm pretty sure I got plants that are trying to rebloom. <laughs> <laughs> Man, are they in for a shock. <laughs> in a bleak spring day. That no, doesn't work. No, that <laughs> did. That did. That crashed and burned. I was trying so hard. Mm-hmm. That huskied. <laughs> that was good. I liked it. Basically pick a Seattle sports team and that's what it did. So it's a lot of mush. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, it was. A, I did a rob. You, I did a rod. You're doing the dog race. I did a rob. I know. I made a husky joke. That was yeah. layered and 
finesse-filled pun right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feel good about that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, footnote of goodness right there. Just, just a lot. I don't even know what to do with this episode. This was all over the place. <laughs> we got shortcomings sprinkled throughout. <laughs> Enjoy. You know, maybe that's how we should start rolling with them. Just... Hey, I thought of another shortcoming. Let's you talk know, about it. Let's talk about the fact that, you know, we are just roughly right. <laughs> I was so glad that I got to talk about that one during an You did seem glad. You you just kind of, you're like, oh, I get to talk about roughly right. I'm so excited. The, how I live the excitement my life. was palpable in your voice. Yeah. It's how I live my life. So I might as well embrace it, right? Fantastic. All right. Well, we'll be at it again. What, what are we talking about this week? Uh, Advent. This is the war candle. Peace. Oh. Peace. That's right. Peace. Yeah. Peace. I and thought there was explosions and death no, and people this is dying. The Hallmark in episode. We're going to talk all about Hallmark. That's right. Okay. Not Die Hard. That's Not? the Christmas movie you were thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Wrong sermon. Wrong sermon. <laughs> just, just like, wait, what? <laughs> Abrupt camera change. <laughs> Cut to black. <laughs> I think I just want. I just said I want to see people die. <laughs> took a it took a dark turn. There's our bleak midwinter. Yep. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Well. Keep if running, Mike. Yeah, Mike, keep running. Uh, if you're hearing this and you're checking out Mission Ridge, we are as much fun as we sound like. So go ahead and come check us out on a Sunday. We'll be there. Sunday service, 430 down at All Souls and the downtowns. Just look for the look for the parking signs that are pointing possibly the right direction even. Some days. <laughs> Maybe. Were they not pointing the right direction? Oh, they have in the past. <laughs> oh, that's funny. They're like pointing out into the street, <laughs> which would be technically their street parking. It works. <laughs> we do what we want here. Mission Ridge. We, uh, we want people that actually look hard for us. We only want people that can parallel park. <laughs> that works. Oh, fantastic. Well, we'll be back at it again next week. You guys have a good time. Peace. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge, please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed and that you'll join us again next week for more Footnotes.